Welcome to Notes for Goats podcast. I am Steve. I am Brandon. And it is a Friday, Brandon. So that means that we have a guest. It does. Yes. Only one week this year we haven't had a guest. And, and so we're not going to do that again, I don't think. No, because I mean, it was fine, but we, yeah. we ended up talking about Bruno. So we, uh, we, we talked we, about Bruno. We, we, we missed the assignment. So <laughs> we, we screwed it up. It's what happens when it's just you and I, I especially on Friday. Absolutely. So, Brandon, who are we talking to today? Today, guys, we, we are bringing in. Uh, a hilariously funny comedian from Grand Rapids. Guys, give it up for Grand Rapids area comedian, uh, Matt Cook. <laughs> Matt, hey guys, how, going, how are you? Good, you go, man. Brandon. Good. So, so Matt, we, we approached yeah. you and we're like, because we've been wanting to get you on the pod for a while. Yeah. And uh, we, we said, hey, because you, you know how we go. Like with our guests, you guys bring us what right. you want to talk about. So, I mean, yeah. for people who can't read, uh, what what are we talking about today? It, it, it took me a hot minute to to kind of figure out an album you know it took me a couple weeks to get back to you guys i think just because i was torn as for what i wanted to talk about but we're talking about the 1995 classic oasis album what's the story morning glory so yes we are their their sophomore release it's a it's an amazing album so so what we're don't mind my german shepherd in the background no you're good bananas (laughs) so what uh so what made you of the ones that you were kind of mulling over in your head what drew you specifically to to this album that we're talking about I think this one was it it held such a pivotal place in in my life kind of as a uh you know going from listening to just kind of pop music to all of a sudden learning to like when I was that age to yeah. appreciating music you know yeah. and 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 you know I was I was always kind of a Beatles fan and this was kind of like not to put the comparison out there, but my generation's Beatles, you sure. know, when it came oh, to like the British mm-hmm. invasion, you know, in the nineties, yeah. um, you know, and it was, it was a great album. And then, and then I just thought about the track list and it's just, it's, it's hands down one of my favorites. So yeah, it's a great album. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Steve, get us, get us into it a little bit, man. What did you find out about Oasis and uh, this album? So did a little bit of background on these guys. There's a lot of fun stories about this band. <laughs> I could get into some very, well, I mean, there's, it's all, it's all free. We're in the podcast. Nothing, nothing is safe here. So it's okay. Um, English rock band though, uh, active from 91 to 2009. They, they broke up band had many iterations of membership. So there was a bunch mm-hmm. of guys in and out, but the only, the two key members were brothers, Liam and Noel Gallagher. Liam is a lead vocalist. Noel is the lead guitarist and songwriter mm-hmm. for most of the majority. Their yeah. I think Liam kind of towards the end was getting like one song, an album or something yeah, like that. The you first, know, the first was... like four or five though, was like yeah. 95% Noel. Noel, they, yeah. he did almost all of it himself. Yeah. Um, seven albums total. 28 yep. singles. It seems like eight of them were on this this album alone, but it wasn't. Yeah. There's a lot, but there's not yeah. as many. Um, Brandon, how many albums have you sold total? I hate when you ask me this question. I know. I love it, though. <laughs> um, Seven albums, been around for, you know, 30 years or so, or 20 years. 350. Thousand? Million? Million. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Matt, you got an idea? That's way up there. I would say around probably... I'm trying to think how many times this one went platinum. I would a say bunch. probably 
150. Both are really high. Matt, you're closer. It's at 70 yeah. million. 70. Okay. This I was one gonna accounted, go with 100. Just this kind one of, accounted for almost like, half maybe. of those. Yeah. This this album itself accounted for almost half of that 70 mil. Almost. Well, this was their this was their big US. I mean, yeah, this it, one hit. It was at, this was worldwide yeah. hits. This yeah. one, this one, this one made them a, a household name. Yeah, um, and in no, Japan too. It's crazy yes. how big they are in Japan. Um, yeah. Definitely, maybe their first album is great. I love it. It's definitely more of a rock album than yes. than this. Um, but yeah, this was their this was their big breakout. You know, so for sure. Now, and they did they did break up in two thousand nine after Noel yes. decided to leave the band after which, constant which time uh, <laughs> the last time yeah. he left a couple of times the final and just, time. uh, done with it and then he came back and then done with it and came back but uh basically left because of constant public squabbles with his brother liam mm-hmm. and the media yeah two of his least favorite things um which i think he may have made up with his brother at some point but they yeah he definitely they, haven't. Know. they, they, they haven't. still go at it constantly on twitter like that that's one of the ultimate goals is i never got to see him live you know um so and so figure stuff out and come back it's one of those that i probably had the chance to but never took the opportunity to you know mm-hmm. in chicago or something like that yeah. um but it, that would be in in we were i was talking about this with alan true this weekend like if they were to come together and just do like a weekend's worth of shows in the uk um i think there would be a lot of people that would travel for those shows even, yeah. even if they were to play like coachella or yeah. bonnaroo or something yeah. in the u.s just one show yep one oh man it'd be nuts yeah. it, and yeah. if they could just get one i think they can get one show together as long as you put one of them on one side of the stage and one of them on the other I was gonna side say, of the they stage. don't really yeah. have to talk to each other just yeah. one person creates the set list yeah. you hand out the piece of paper yep. and then you, you do it but that's the thing you know you, you talked about the different iterations they went through so many guitarists drummers you know bass players um and this would be the lineup on this album that I would want to yep. see, though. You know, yeah. Liam and Noel, uh, Alan White on drums was a solid drummer. Yep. Noel actually did a lot of the drumming on this album just mm-hmm. because Alan wasn't with him 100%. So Noel did the majority of the drum tracks for this album oh, as well. Yeah. And so um, Paul uh, Gwigs McGigan on uh, bass and then yep. uh, Bonehead um, on uh, rhythm guitar. Rhythm guitar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's so even after they broke up, though, like they're still they're still widely considered one of the biggest parts of British pop culture even now. Oh, yeah. And recognized as probably the one of the most influential British British artists and bands of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like worldwide but british itself like they're they're like british music royalty yeah they are they are up there with the beatles when you yeah go to they the had UK. they had a big battle with blur kind of at yes. the time um you know and and it's funny like if you know people from the uk they're either blur fans or oasis fans you, it's yep. it's like democrats and republicans like you can't was, be one or the other similar <laughs> right. to, it was, one or the other right. how how they marketed that is actually yeah. similar to like uh, hip hop, East Coast, yeah. West Coast hip hop, right. because 100%. Because, yep, Oasis, uh, Oasis was, was Manchester in the north. In the north. Yep, and, and, and Blur. Blur was in the south. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they 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 completely marketed them against each yeah. other, and you couldn't yeah. find two of the most you know shitty people yep. to market against another band yeah. be like you hate yeah. these it guys was, are like fuck yeah we do and what was even worse was it was blue collar white collar too so mm-hmm. oasis was more of a blue collar band out of manchester you know the the working people and then blur was more of like the yuppies down in london you yep. know and oh, everything yeah. and it was oh, and yeah. they the marketing marketing in this area during this time in the early 90s they killed it with these guys because yeah. they 
they they actually did hate each other. It was kind yeah, of funny. They like, did. They did. They really yeah. did not like each other. No, yeah, exactly. There, I mean, story, one of the quotes Blur, was, yeah. was was Noel Gallagher saying that he wished like the lead singer of Blur would just commit suicide, and yes. he wasn't oh, joking shit. about it. No, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> no, wow. That's, and that's the reason why this band couldn't be around. They'd be canceled in like half a second. Noel yeah, opened his 100%. damn mouth and done. Don't, you can't. No, you can't oh, say that. Like, they, like they have to have like handlers around both of them without microphones. Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah. yeah. What's Put you really, out now and then back. What's really funny is if you ever want to watch a good documentary about them, mm-hmm. there's a documentary called Supersonic, which is yep. absolutely amazing. Um, and then there's a new one out that I haven't watched yet because it's on uh, Paramount and I don't have Paramount, but it's all about their Nebworth gigs, which was okay. like like half a million people basically in two or three days that came to see them at an outdoor gig. And it was just oh, absolutely wow. amazing. And the album from that is great. The live yeah. album live there. I personally, I think they're better live than they are recorded like studio recordings. So, mm. which is interesting. Cause yeah, they, I mean, definitely killing it live. Yeah. I mean, killing on the studio recordings. This one's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So this one, what's your story? Morning glory released October 2nd, 95. It's 12 tracks, 50 minutes long. Uh, so comes in just under the hour, doing good there. It did sell over 22 million worldwide, so a little more than a third of their total sales is this one. Um, it's actually the fifth best selling UK album of all time, yeah. Wow, so Queen's Greatest Hits is number one, okay. ABBA Greatest Hits is number two, The Beatles' Sgt. Pepper is number three, Adele's 21 is number four. I'm kind of surprised uh-huh. she doesn't have like. Yeah, three of the five here because it's exactly, Adele. and these guys are number five. I'm yeah. guessing that Adele's thirty is probably going to jump this at some point, yeah. but they're still going to top ten yeah. for an album that came out in '95. Yeah, so I mean, and you you're not gonna and you're not gonna push aside Queen, Abba, or the yep. Beatles. And but, depending right. on depending on what version of the album you have, like the 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 vinyl version there's actually an extra song on there mm-hmm. um and i think it's available on a lot of the streaming services now too it's on spotify yeah um called bonehead's bank holiday which was like the only time their rhythm guitarist ever sang a song and it was oh, it's nice. it's a it's a one. fun little song yeah yeah so funny thing this, this album actually got really poor reviews from critics because yeah. it was a complete shift from the band's debut from the band's debut album it was Mm -hmm. completely like you said that one was more rock this one was more alternative indie it was very definitely maybe was a very heavy album Um, yes wall of sound guitars heavy drums you know it was it was a it was a loud banger of an album Um, and then with this one noel decided to go big chorus just like anthem style choruses and huge and then adding as many instruments as he can possibly get onto yeah. it, similar to Sergeant Pepper. He just was yeah. like, you know what? We're going to add this in there. We're going to put that in there. Why not yep. add it all? Yep. So it was kind of funny because, because critics love me yeah. some critics, which we kind of are, Brandon. Um, we are critics. But yeah. the, the album blew up in sales. Like it underground yeah. sales blew up. And the critics were like, never mind. It's amazing. Yeah. It's groundbreaking oh. and eclectic. Yeah. The same ones that shit on it six months before that were just like, we're nope that no don't forget that happened now right. we're saying all these cool things yeah but they actually did get and then they like i said we talked about the stuff with blur because it was it was actually <laughs> called the battle of brit pop 
Yeah, wasn't weren't they both? Didn't they both release within like a week or two of each other? Yes. In yeah, fact, Blur, I think. In, in fact, Blur I think actually they pushed this one to release faster than they wanted. Yes, to. that's yeah, that's what I remember because they wanted it out first. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, Blur was coming out, and the Gallagher brothers were like, "What? What?" And they were like, "No, Blur's gonna come out then, like within a month." Yeah. And Noel was like, "Get it done now. We got to yeah. put it out within wow. two weeks." And it was kind of reminds me before. of like the Drake Kanye kind of squabble yes. that they deal it's, with it's very and it, that's funny that you bring it that way that that it's very hip-hop like it's it's you know east coast west coast it's yep. it's funny yeah it is and it was in the same time frame as, as yeah. all that stuff going on so like they were they were kind of following what was going on in the u.s where yeah. it was hip-hop from east coast west coast but they decided you know what and marketing geniuses in in the uk i tell you what yeah get there but it had it has those has six singles brandon Okay. So 12 songs, yeah. six singles. Now that's usually like, you might yeah. get a little bit on there, but it right. was, some might say, roll with it. Yep. Morning glory, champagne supernova, which is the very last song on the album. Yeah. Which is, it was amazing to have a single, the very last song. Yeah. Wonderwall and don't look back in anger was the sixth one. Yeah. Um, so six, six singles here. Yeah. Um, just amazing to have a, half your songs come out in singles and all, all of them be and, popular. And what's funny is that they put out like all of these, you know, yep. all of the individual singles, they had three or four B sides on all of these too. Oh, and really? they were, the B sides are great too. Like if, if you go out and look at some of the uh, like, I think Apple music has it like the remastered. It actually has yeah. all the B sides on there. So there'll be some live tracks on there, but, but just, this this album you know 12 13 songs were released with the album but mm -hmm. there was during the recording sessions there was a ton of b-sides too so there was probably you know 20 20 plus total songs that came out of of this recording session oh, and wow. that's that's awesome i love when they do that and then they keep yeah. them and, and they put them out later or put them out less promotional stuff because it's yeah it's it's fun to do that especially these older albums that can release them later on you get like the anniversary issues and they're just gonna drop them yep. out there yeah but it, never when you get a when you get a groundbreaking album like this like you could you always want more from that session yeah. you always want more because you're like yeah. they put out so much good right there's give me more of that yeah and like yeah yeah like what, so, what didn't make the cut? And I exactly. mean, there's songs out there that, that, that didn't make the cut on this album. One of them uh, is called sad song, which is mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then what was the other one that he acquiesce is an amazing song. Talk tonight. That's what I'm thinking of. So talk tonight was a song that Noel wrote on one of the band's breakups where he met a woman in the U S um, okay. the band broke up. He disappeared, like disappeared out to Vegas and, and met this woman and hung out with her and, and just kind of like talk through a bunch of shit. And the song talk tonight was, was based on that. And it was, it was amazing. Just to be in that dude's head for like an hour, would just be right. amazing just because right. he's so smart, but also like there's a whole shit ton of crazy there. Oh, um, right. a ton. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It's funny. So, Brandon, yeah. what was your favorite track on the album, dude? Yeah. So my favorite track was one of the singles. I of picked course. "Don't Don't Look Back in Anger." I mean, you're gonna pick a single. I mean, yeah. you know, there's there's you're gonna, but uh, I wanted to stay away from you know like Wonderwall and you know Champagne Supernova because those ones are like at least to me were like the super popular ones. Yes. Um. So I picked this one. The lyrics and music really complement each other well on this track. Uh, the story just is about, I mean, we all know this, but uh, it's like, you know, looking back at your life with no regrets, 
don't look back in anger and be upset about it, you know? So it's just a good reminder to keep pushing forward and don't sit in the past. So I just, I, you know, and I like that one. So that one for me was, was my favorite. So Steve, what yeah. about you, man? It's actually the same as you. Um, I didn't know this was a single. I oh, had I no idea. Either. Yeah. I had no, idea. this is actually probably one of my like most yeah, there favorite. The, yeah, the it's one of my, it's it. one of my most favorite Oasis songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and I think was, it might be the chorus. No, I think it will be the chorus that actually is like the big chorus. This makes me love it so me. much. And it's, yeah. it's so good. And it's so like that, that emotional that Liam kind of gives you on there. It's just like, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. And I was like, I, when I, when I checked out the album, I didn't realize they had six singles. Like when in 95, when this came out, I was in middle school still. Yeah. I got into them more when I was in high school, a few years later, right. but I was just like, I checked out this song and I just heard it and I was like, Man, this is amazing. This is a great song and just kind of rolled with it. And I, I like Wonderwall. I like Champagne Supernova, but it's like those ones were played constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more on this one. That's so deep. And I was like, oh, I love this album. And I, when I, when I listened to that one again, I was just like, yup, that's the one that's the yep. one for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, what was your favorite track on the album? If you want to talk about meaningful songs. Okay. It's the reason I chose, uh, cast no shadow Mm. it never had big release um Mm -hmm. it was it was kind of a a a hidden song on this album almost as for how amazing it was but um you know when when you have lyrics like as they took his soul they stole his pride and you know as he faced the sun he cast no shadow it's 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 a really really heartfelt song and just kind of really dug into that like 18 year old teenage depression angst that I was right. kind of going through at that point For sure. in my life, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. So just a, just a really, really deep song, you know, but, but that was, that's probably my favorite one, but, but champagne supernova is definitely up there even just for as popular as it was, the video was, was amazing. And it was just, it was great. Just the, the, the swelling on that of all the instruments is just, it's it's amazing so. right yeah no, i completely agree so guys let's play our first game it's time for the word association name game wang, let's play wang, let's play word association name game wang, word association name game wang, wang. all right so i've got two which is okay. my, my per usual. So your usual. All right, here we go. What Phil might say. What Phil might say. Yep. Roll with it. No. Phil. Phil. Yep. I know that's going to, that's, I did that on purpose to kind of catch you guys off. Guys. Hey, now. No. She's electric. No. Phil yeah. who? Um, let's fill a person or fill things. Fill animal. Phil's not an animal. Well, it's the name of an animal. You don't have an animal named Phil. We just well, no, but there's an animal that don't look back to anger. Looks for something, and then there's more of it if he sees something. Cast no shadow. There yes, you go. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, Pucks the, the fucking Puxatawney Phil. Phil. Okay. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I know. <laughs> Make these too damn hard. That, all right, whatever. All right. Here we go. Next one. All will hear. All will hear. All will hear. Some might say. Yes, sir. Yep. Matt mm-hmm. Cook coming in in the clutch. There it is. I'm, I'm like looking into it differently. I'm like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, you're, you're good. Yeah, I know. I, I messed with you on the first Threw me one. Off. And then, you, and then you were like looking too deep on the second yeah. one. So what happens. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about the songs that were, were our least favorites. Steve, <laughs> start us off, man. Did you have a least favorite track? I, I did. I okay. found one. I mean, I found technically two for kind of the same reason but i know what two they are <laughs> Hel- hello was my was mine oh, oh. really okay. oh that's not yeah. what i picked oh really yeah. uh, no. hello man i i it's it's not a bad track and on, on another album it probably would be one of the favorites because it's, it's a good track it's... but to lead the album off with that one and then you get into the meat of this album and you're just like it's it's a it's a good intro track because I think it kind of introduces them as, you know, because it hello was more like definitely maybe. Yes. You know, and then so it was definitely and even roll with it was a little bit more like that as well. Yes. And then you just fucking take this deep dive into these soulful songs. It, mm-hmm. it, it was a it was a great transition. If it, you ever see hello live. Okay. It, they'll they'll kick a show off with it, and it's fucking amazing. It's, okay, and yeah. that that could help because I mean yeah. I listened to it and I was just like, man, this one's just kind of like ho hum compared to it what is. I'm about to yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. And like I listened to the album on repeat once because I went through it in the car I was driving, and I listened yeah. to it, and then like I like listened to that song like it came back up. It was the next yeah. like I wrote again, and I was just like, yeah, the hell like that like you would end a track, you end an album yeah. with this, like it's gonna just kind of like tear off. But I was like, yeah. why would they start it like this album with that song? And it makes sense. Yeah. It was yeah. more like definitely maybe kind of yeah. getting there. But I was, it wasn't a bad track. It's just like mm-hmm. knowing what I'm about to, what I'm about to get. Yeah. And then hearing that one, I was like, yep, eh. yeah. So yeah, uh, Matt, what was your least favorite? My least favorite on this album, there's there's two, um, okay. but the the least favorite is She's Electric. It's fucking garbage, and <laughs> there are definitely better B sides that they could have put on this song, on this album instead of that trash. I yeah. love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My other one was Hey Now. I, I'm what? not a fan of See, Hey Now. Was my other one. Hey Now was my other one. It just seems out of place on this. That album. was the same yeah. thing with me with Hello. Was it Hey Now? Was yeah. the same same track yep. record I was going with it. Brandon, what yeah. about you? Man, okay, you guys are probably gonna shit on me, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, the Swamp songs. Okay. Both of them. All right. Both of both of them. All right. Because now here's here's my reasoning for it. I, I mean, technically, there I would I would count them as interlude tracks more yes. than they, like actual tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand the significance as to why they're there the need for them. Right. Yeah. So they they I mean, because and I tried, I'm like this. I really don't want to pick these two. So then I'm like, all right, let me listen to the song before it and the song after yeah. it to see once if they let into it or let out of it. And right. A, a little bit but not enough for me to be like, yes, it makes sense for yeah, these they, to be there. They were doing a lot of drugs when this album was recorded. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's fair. <laughs> and I have a feeling. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's to, to look at it as kind of a concept, like why why are these even in there? You know, it's just yeah. kind of an empty hole, honestly. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it's in it. I, I see it where like if you look at the track listing going from Morning Glory to Swamp Song mm -hmm. into Champagne Supernova, it makes a little bit more sense, you know, but then when you yeah. have Hey Now into Swamp Song into Some Might Say, it's like, eh, you know, right. Right. but again, they would play Swamp Song was always something that they started a gig with. It was just an instrumental. They would all come out, warm up their instruments, and just then go into hello jam. or something like Got that. It. Yeah, okay. just kind of more of like a jam type of thing. So okay. if if you, not really the first one, more the second one. Um, but yeah, live, that, that song definitely came alive when they played live gigs. And I can see that. I mean, the first one, I even like missed it even happened. Like, listen, yeah, right. I was just like, yeah, got through, yeah you just thought it was hey like now. an interlude or something like well, that. I thought so. it was the back end of Hey Now. They just yeah. were like, we'll throw an extra little bit of time on this one. And I'm yeah. wondering if it was, I'm also wondering because the album comes in exactly at 50 minutes, like yeah. exactly 50 minutes. So I'm actually wondering if it was like, they right did there. it on purpose to like yep. hit the number. Like they were hitting yep. the, there's probably a, right. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah. probably that, that probably is there a little bit. And yeah. It also could be a big fuck you to blur. Who knows? Because it could be it, something yeah. else, but yeah. they were just like, well, you came in at 49 something. Else. Exactly. 50 and exactly. If, and if you if you look at the track listing, um, you know, if, if you look at it as a vinyl or a cassette tape, mm -hmm. there are reasons for the placement of those two, mm -hmm. um, you know, just because it was like we need something, you know, to fill up this side of the record with uh, Morning Glory and Champagne Supernova. You know, yeah. we need we need something there. You know, we need a so so I think it was more of like an architectural fit than anything else, you know. Okay. But yeah, just just for my sure. Thoughts. No, yeah. I, I I completely yeah, I totally see that. So guys, let's play our second yeah. game. It's time yeah. for Shatner's Poetry Slam. So uh, for those who don't know, I've picked two other songs for other than the word association name game, and I'm going to read the lyrics. And it is up to Steve and Matt to uh, figure out what track I am talking about. So uh, maybe huh? the Internet sucks. Who's Who's turd. There he who, is. Hey, who? He's back. Me? No, dude. Yours. You are freezing up. Oh, no. Now oh, you're there back. You go. OK, we good. Yeah, we're good and now. Back. Okay. All right. I was like, fine you, the whole time. I was fine the whole you time. Did it, you guys yeah. were fine the whole time. Like, I don't know. That was weird. All right. And then all of a sudden I did have the big gray bar that says your internet is unstable, which yeah. makes sense. So, all right. So I've got two. Well, here's the first one. Okay. Oh, let me see. Where do I want to start? I should have. Okay, here we go. And I want you to know I've got my mind made up now, but I need more time. Hey now, hey now, hey now. <laughs> nope. Do you know what I'm saying? Some might say. Nope. But I need more because I'll be you and you'll be me. There's lots and lots for us to see. Lots and lots, and lots for lots us to do. For, to do. <laughs> Insert song title. Hey now. Can I be what something to Ro no fuck morning glory? Nope. 
She's got a brother. She's electric. Yep. She, oh, yeah, that's okay. what it is. She's electric. See, I hate yeah. both of those so much. I don't <laughs> listen to them and I can't figure out which one is which. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. There you go. That's hilarious. <laughs> Matt, you were so confident when you were singing. Hey, now I just which just kept you going, man. Oh, dude. I, I, I exactly. Nope. Right. <laughs> nope. All right. Here's the next one. All your dreams are made. When you're chained to your mirror with your razor blade. <laughs> yep. Today yep. is the day that all the world, all the world will, will see. see another sunny afternoon. Another sunny afternoon. <laughs> I to the sound of a Beatles tune. <laughs> What's the song? Tomorrow never knows. This one's what? you, man. Get it. What you're going to do too, too soon. You need a little time to wake up. What's the story? <laughs> Is it morning glory? Yes, yes sir. Yeah, there we go. I got, yeah, look at me. I have both of you reading the damn lyrics in my head. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I mean, I'm just See, reading I off have of my all computer. of these songs memorized. Yeah, you're so reading much off your computer and Matt's just like copying you before you even get there. And I'm like, <laughs> just <laughs> adding the next just line. Add, absolutely. <laughs> just take me out of my misery, damn it. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's get into our, our deep cut dark horse tracks. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Ma- Matt, let's start with you, man. Did you have a, a deep cut or a dark horse track? Well, I told you guys about Bonehead's Bank Holiday, which yep. isn't, you know, which mm-hmm. is only on certain versions of the album. So that was my kind of my dark horse. Um, Love it. You know, but also, you know, I think Cast No Shadows, another one, you know, it's mm-hmm. a deep track that that not a lot of people are going to listen to a lot of times, but it's it's quite an amazing song when you sit down and listen to it. So those those are my two my two deep cuts. I like that. We'll have to we'll have to check that out. What about you, Brandon? Let's see my deep cut. What did I put? Uh, I put Hey Now. That was my deep. <laughs> that was my deep cut. Uh, the story being really? told. Yeah, I did. Uh, the story being told with this track is the inner struggle we can have with ourselves about letting people in and uh, and what we're thinking and feeling on the inside. So uh, it's also a very catchy track, in my opinion. And I actually caught myself kind of kind of singing and grooving to it uh, every yep. every time it played. So uh, that one for me was 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 my deep cut. Yeah, mine. Uh, mine. Uh, I'm going to get shit for. Oh, boy. It's it's the it's the Swamp Songs, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, okay. it's, she's electric. <laughs> no dude i loved the twangy like 70s rock vibe of this track yeah i loved that like it made me it made me think of like what the beatles could have been if they kept going like a little bit more like it it kind of reminded me of like a monkey song was what it kind of reminded me of yeah very Mm -hmm. very very eclectic old school song and i (laughs) so this is one of the ones I like the song and I want to look a bit more about it. So I read a little bit of what Noel talked about writing it. Yeah. This dude is fucked. Oh, like, yeah. He was just like, he said, it's about a guy who's dating a girl, but also fucked her sister and wants to fuck her mother. Didn't fuck her cousin, <laughs> but everybody thinks he did. Yeah. yeah. He goes, and he ends the, he ends this, the comment with, it's not a true story. Don't listen to what he fucking says. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and it's done at that just done and i'm like what 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 yeah is it? oh damn it but he just the dude and that was actually on like a, a magazine in, in the uk yeah. like it was, it was actually probably q or like nme that. or something like that yeah yeah and it was just like that like yeah you, no you would not make it in the turn in the day of the century we're in now you're asking no. to be canceled the heartbeat yeah but 
I just I loved I I loved the music in this one. The, like I get it, the you the lyrics are <laughs> they're shit. Um, yeah. The song is complete <laughs> shit, and it's literally like Noel just like giving everybody a big fuck you yeah. to everybody else. Right. Yep. But the the music is actually it's different than everything else it is it is and it's It's so like catchy it makes you want to move a little bit more i love that i just i love that one on it i can get you with though the lyrics are just like yeah what now yeah like right spelled out in the open here you're banging everybody this whole family yeah you do you i guess but right so i'm i'm talking brandon i'm gonna go with my final on this one here um so after checking this album out a few times i really did forget how good this band was i they were a little bit before my time when the heydays mm-hmm. were. Yeah. Um, and everybody kind of knew Wonderwall and Champagne Supernova. So, but yeah. Yeah. this, the first thing that kind of pops in my head when I think of Oasis now is still those two brothers fighting yeah. and Liam being the narcissistic fool in public, in the public eye that he was. Oh yeah. And is, he, and um, he still is. It's yes, funny. No, completely yeah. is. And it just, it just, he is like, um, English actor Bill Nye when he's in like Love Actually like that rock star vibe of being just complete mm. douchebag yeah English douchebag he plays the English douchebag very very well very well um yeah and he's he's good at it probably that's who he is but the the band as you mentioned before the band and the music is phenomenal like the what they were what they put out here musically is just amazing yeah and normally having six singles on a 12 track album is a complete red flag like but this one it works and like i said before to end an album with a single like champagne supernova which is almost eight minutes long mm-hmm. is remarkable like it's, yeah. it's something that you don't see anymore right yeah. this is like a throwback to the old days of when you would get the, the rock the ballads the rock anthems right. like the queens and the beatles yeah. where you would have eight minute yeah. long songs that just never stopped yeah. but it's also you know, a place though where they where they i feel like back then they cared about the tracks that they put on an album and where they put them on the album. 100%. Whereas now it's yeah. just, let's get out all of the music that we have or that yeah. our producers want us to mm-hmm. make. There's to get it out. There's a lot to be said about albums in, in this time that were actually put out to be listened to top to bottom, like mm-hmm. all the way through, not just skip through tracks this is this is a fucking journey you know yeah. and that and 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 champagne supernova is the the penultimate finish of the journey of this mm-hmm. album it is um, and it's it's amazing it just and, and when they hit that the fucking notes at the end it's just like it, it it's just you know it's done and you yep. know you've finished that and and you know it's it's amazing and that and i think that's what i love about albums like this um and old hip-hop albums that would be like you know you have to listen to them because it's a fucking story man you need to you need to listen to the story from front to end yes and you had to buy the whole cd you had to buy the whole album because yeah i mean you got you got some promotional singles you said you got those pressings but yeah it wasn't like now when you can go on itunes and buy a couple of a tracks and that's, that's yeah. the whole that's the whole thing no you had to yeah. go to the record store or the cd shop and buy it yeah yeah and, and like circus city are, and buy it your your uh disc disc changer might have been in your trunk so you're not changing the disc yeah. <laughs> right. i had a car with one of those in there it was just you know or or it's a pain in the ass to grab the cd out make sure you put it back so it was all scratched yeah. up and yeah it, it's it wasn't like now when i can pull up spotify and have a hundred yep. song playlists going 
where I can just search for, I want, you know, this song. Exactly. And and I think that's why I've started to appreciate vinyl so much more again, because Mm -hmm. everything is that way. And, and, and the, the joy of flipping an album over and, and, you know, having to get up and not just sit there and, you know, fall asleep listening to music is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's great. So just what it, what it takes. I mean, there's a lot more and you have to invest in it. Like it's, it's not, yeah. it's not a, a set and forget situation where you have to yeah. actually be uh, into it. You can't just sit back and like, you know, you just off into nothing. procure a playlist of everything that's awesome and go through it. No, you got to right. listen to this shit. You got to listen to, you know, she's electric to get to the next song that you yep. want to hear. You yeah. know, it's yeah. It's, you have to get there to get there. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's I, I agree with you, especially like if, in, old hip-hop it reminds me completely of an old hip-hop album because it's just it is top to bottom you have to listen to the whole thing or you're not going to get it there's there's not necessarily a story in the lyrics but there's a story in the music for sure yeah 100 percent um i don't know just going off tangent here but buster rhymes um his new his new album is that way is it yeah and i i i introduced it to mike logan and he was like holy shit this is an old school hip-hop album where you need to listen to it all the way through in order in order to kind of appreciate Appreciate it fully you know it's yeah that's something to look at brandon yeah i like that idea yeah awesome so steve what's your what's your rating on this one man eight eight out of ten nice i loved it I like it. 10 out of 10, baby, for me. Going yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. And that's, this that's is, fine. Like I said, it, it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to do because it was, you know, I have so many favorite music. You know, I, 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 I'm a huge Dave Matthews fan. So it was like, do I want to do, you know, a Dave Matthews album? But it's just like when I think about it and, and what really got me into music, it was, it was this. And, I'd be happy to come back and talk shit about Dave Matthews all day. Um, yeah, man. You know, oh, yeah. we've seen him, you know, 30 some times. We met him last year. Oh, you shit. know, it was absolutely amazing. Um, but but when it comes down to when I really got into music as an individual, it was this album right this here. Album. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. I like that. Brandon, what about you, man? So what was your me, feeling on it? Yeah, man. Uh, great album from top to bottom. I mean, we talked about it literally top to bottom, like, this is this is a journey. This is an experience. Musically, this band is so good. <laughs> Lyrically, I yeah. honestly think that they're 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 even better. I really like the way that they that mm-hmm. they write. The stories they tell on these tracks just like he said, bring you on a journey. And it, it was really, really, really and good that's, for me. And that's all Noel, man. It's yeah, yeah. 100%. So I'm giving this one uh, a nine out of ten. Nice. So yeah, yeah. 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 If, well, if you guys if you guys want to delve into him further, he still does solo stuff. It's called Noel Gallagher and the High Flying Birds. And okay. it's 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 some solid music, man. It is it's, it's really, really good. Um, very, very similar to a lot of this. Um okay. and, and a lot of their later albums. Um, I would say they're they're three. Uh, definitely, maybe this one and be here now are mm-hmm. probably like the three best albums by them. Um, okay. They kind of because that's a, after that they started switching band members and kind of deviating off a little bit. Mm. Um, okay. You know, there's good songs on those albums, um, but it definitely kind of gets a little wonky a little bit. But um, but gotcha. this. And and be here now, and then the the first one definitely maybe are probably three of the greatest Brit pop albums of the nineties. Okay, nice. 
So, so Matt, this one's coming yep. out uh, the middle of March, March eighteenth, March eighth. Yeah, a couple weeks. March eighteen, I think, is the day that this awesome. one's coming out. So, uh, let's. Uh, I'll be yeah. at Disney World. <laughs> really, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nice. We're leaving, we're leaving on the 17th. Nice. I didn't get on any laugh fest shows and I said, fuck it, we're getting out of here, man. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, do you have anything you want to plug other than uh than Disney? After that, um I oh, will yeah. I'll be doing uh let's see here. I'll be going to see Big J and Ari Shafir and Robert Kelly on the 25th. Um nice. <laughs> And then and on the uh, 27th, I'll be at the Garage Bar in Ada, uh, their new open mic night um, out there. It's a Sunday night open mic. Really excited for that. And then on nice. the 30th, I will be at uh, River City Saloon slinging nice. jokes over there. So awesome. Yeah, awesome. I'll get those in the show notes. So that way uh, people know where to, where to find you. Is there any awesome. social, me- social media you want to plug where people can find you? Or no. Uh mattcookcomedy.com that has the go. links to all my socials and stuff like that. I'm not face on Facebook much anymore, but uh right. Twitter is uh Matt Cook Comedy, Instagram is Matt Cook Comedy. So go check those out. And I put up stupid videos of me shotgunning beers on Friday nights. So yeah, still going strong, man. I I <laughs> I can't do it. And I was told that uh I shouldn't. I don't know why. Because I'm because I'm not good. I don't know. I, I, I was I was told by my wife and my kids that I shouldn't, but it's you know oh, whatever. There you go. So they're not really in charge. I mean <laughs> right. they won't listen to this. You're fine. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Steve, where can uh, where can the kids find us? Uh, you can find us on uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the North Wigowitz podcast. Uh, search pretty much any podcasting platform. The one you found us on today, plus all the other ones you may know and yep. probably the ones you don't. Uh, you can find us primarily here um, Tuesdays and Fridays. Every once in a while, I might throw an extra one at you figuring out uh we do have our grammy episode coming up at the end of this month uh we're going to break down our grammy bet to figure out which one of us gets the napster tattoo yep it's gonna be fun yeah yeah we we did a bet on on who who loses who who gets the least amount of points and uh the loser has the napster tattoo somewhere on their body and buy the winter lunch Um, oh that's awesome so that's coming up you know i'm super competitive so i want to win but i also want to lose because I really want the you're gonna lose. Tattoo. What about that? What about a lime wire? The winner gets that. That might happen. Yeah, that might happen <laughs> next go. year. You never know. <laughs> like go. we're uh, we're figuring this out, but we're doing back and forth here. And then one more quick plug coming up on April 20th, that great holiday that we all not all of us celebrate, not oh, all yeah. of us can celebrate. I was like, what? We are gonna bring out our buddy Jer Dreisinger is gonna come and do a, a special episode talking about some Weed. album that that. You, you guys that hang out the devil's lettuce love. We're not really sure which one he's picking yet, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be our another special episode we got coming up here in April, guys. But this has been Oasis. Oasis is, oh, wow. What's your story, Morning Glory? Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing album. If you haven't yeah. checked it out lately or you haven't checked it out at all, go check it out, guys. It's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, find Matt doing this comedy thing. Find yeah. Brandon eventually doing this comedy thing. You can find both of us on TikTok doing stupid shit. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. Um, as far as all TikTok is doing stupid shit. I got um, trolled. I got trolled got the trolled. other day on it TikTok. It does happen. It great. But guys, that has Wait, been uh, the podcast on Friday. We will see you on Tuesday. All right. See you guys. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats. Notes, my goats.
So, We're getting, yeah. so Matt, you know that you you know the layout of how we yeah. how we run. Okay. Yep. Nice. Awesome. Yep. Cool. And today we're talking about this album, aren't we? Oh, Ooh, man, the vinyl. That. The vinyl. Oh, hell yeah, dude. This is the original. This is an original pressing from the UK. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, look at that. It's fucking oh, that's beautiful, awesome. dude. Got nice. I just I appreciated this 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 album because um I got to read a bunch of interviews with with Noel and Liam and those two fucking dudes. I tell you what, dude. I in fact I have all of the individual single sleeves too. Oh my gosh! Look at you. <laughs> they sold these in a box set, and it came with an interview called "The Wibbling Rivalry," where it was just basically those guys like yelling at each other nonstop. All oh, they did, and yeah, like, yeah. it's like the dude Noel would Noel would break down his songs. I'm gonna break a couple of them down. My thing, like you ask him about him, he's just like, "That's yeah, about this fucking chick and that fucking thing." Yeah. It, it might not be true, but fuck you, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, that was on newsprint. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, like I want to go to were... England. They were very polarizing, but goddamn, were they amazing! And they made some great music. They, Holy they shit! They sure did. I forgot how good this album was. I mean, hundred yeah. percent. Like, right. listen to it. I've listened to it three or four times. And yeah. I listened to it in the car today, and I was just like, "Damn, it's so good!" Yeah, what the hell. Yeah, uh, it was funny because I I featured for Alan True in Ot Seagull, and mm-hmm. and he's a huge Oasis fan as well. Um, which he would probably love to do. You know, one of the other albums if you got where we there could you go. do it, it anytime. Would be a yeah, blast, dude. That'd be so and, fun. Um. And so we were just sitting, just reminiscing about this stuff. And it's just like, oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. And, my, and my son's starting to get into vinyl now, too. Like, he got a record player for, for Christmas. And so we pulled out all the old stuff. And then we ended up getting a new one. Um, and and it's just, it's so cool that he just loves this album as well. And, like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. For sure. I got yeah. a little bit of vinyl. I hope to get a little bit more. It's been yeah. it's been just fun stuff. I know Brandon's got a little bit too. Just yeah, mm-hmm. my kids my kids are always funny because I'll pull a record out and they're like, "What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's a big CD, Dan. Yeah. Where's that yeah. go?" He uh, he he fell in love with it, so we ended up getting him. Uh, uh, well, my in laws got him the record player, but we got him some like Metallica and like all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, and we have great uh record shops up here cornered records corner mm-hmm. record store yeah. vertigo. vertigo music yeah so and i work just down the street from vertigo is, so like on my lunch hour like i'll walk down there and just look through stuff so i is found dodge a still old, going no dodds is, well dodds is, i think they moved. sold they moved i think they moved yeah they're over on leonard now i haven't been over there yet because he so. sold and then whoever bought it was down there for a little bit of time and yeah. then i thought he left because it was i think they moved because they were right next to that lucky's liquor yeah and that was where like a lot of bad shit was going down so i think <laughs> dodds was a dodds was like you walked in there and you thought you were gonna knock shit over every time you yeah. walked inside that place and yeah. that dude was but that dude knew where everything was he walked mm-hmm. in that place he knew where everything was like yeah. you want this and he's like give me a second he's just like done and he found yeah. it I'm like, how the hell did you do that like this is I some know. weird shit yeah but it was like yeah because i've been looking for some old willie nelson and you just can't can't find it at the use like like shotgun willie redheaded stranger mm-hmm. that all that stuff you just cannot find it right no. now so no it's ridiculous it's, it's crazy the way vinyl has taken off like my friend introduced me to this app called discogs yep and you put all your old your vinyl in there so a lot of like i said this is an original like uk pressing i have every album of theirs in an original uk pressing and they're worth like two to three to four hundred dollars a piece it's oh, crazy wow. <laughs> yep. That's one of my old bosses was getting super into vinyl and he he wanted a discogs and started putting stuff in there yeah he's got the old the old school harlan harlan williams colonel sanders like pressings yeah 
and he's got he's got one of the original ones that was the Mexico one. But um, he was telling me, he was showing me, he's like, he's like, this thing right here is worth, he's like, just this, he's like, without even the sleeve. Yeah. He's like, just the album is worth 600 bucks. I was like, yeah, really? He's like, yeah. Well, it's then my crazy. buddy, and I didn't realize it before when we were going to high school, my buddy's dad got had a whole bunch of albums and he got rid of them all. He yeah. just gave them to Goodwill, but he had, he had two copies. And I told Brandon this before of the old school, um, Michael Jackson narrating E.T., Oh no way! And he had one. He had one that was wrapped. Yeah, didn't even opened it. And one was yeah. open. And like I told Brandon about this when we did Thriller before. Like mm-hmm. it was just the white cover with Michael Jackson and ET, and nice. it was the best cover in the whole world because yeah. they kind of look alike. Um, yeah, and it was just like freaky yeah. as hell. But I used to have nightmares funny. about ET back in the day. Like I, I would seriously like sleep in the fetal position because I didn't want ET to touch my toes. No. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. But like all these albums, I'm like, I told my buddy, I was like, you remember we were sitting on a gold mine, like we were sitting on an actual gold mine. He goes, I know, dude. Yeah. Right. He's got all the old, old school, like MXPX vinyls and stuff from back in the day that all the original pressings and those things are worth a mint right now too. But yeah, it's nuts though. Cause I went down to, to Vertigo and, and cause our, the first player we got was garbage. So I went down there and got a nice audio technica. She's mm-hmm. like, this is a good entry level one. You'll really like it. She said a lot of these kids now, like they're putting out hip hop albums and they're like three to 400 bucks a pop, like out the door, brand mm-hmm. new. And it, she was like, these kids will buy, you know, these kid trust fund kids will come in and buy these hip hop albums and play them on a like Victrola case, you know, record mm-hmm. player and just ruin the albums like right away. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. So yeah, oh, man. there's there's so much with like vinyl and the, and the all that stuff that goes on with it. And it's funny because there's right. only like two companies in the world now that actually make vinyl. Yeah. There's one, yeah, in, there's honestly, one in the US, there's one in Australia, I think. For artists, it's the only way you can make an album by or make money by selling an actual album. You know, mm-hmm. it's because everything else is streaming. So yeah. right. unless so you're Kanye and you're putting out a $200, you know, memory machine that looks like a <laughs> cross between a Google and a memory game. Right. <laughs> Kanye is just this whole different, it's Kanye by himself. Oh my gosh. We should probably get going. Yeah, Brandon, man. Brandon, I'll introduce uh, the podcast. You introduce Matt and he can introduce the album. Sounds good. Cool. Sounds good to hear.